I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends, quarantined, chatting movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of The Cinema Guys. This is your first time in. Welcome in. Episode 111, if you can believe it. And this episode, we are going to talk the Netflix original Enola Holmes. Didn't we do a Netflix original like two podcasts ago? We've done, this will be our third Netflix out of our last four episodes. What were the other two? Well, we did Project Power. Oh, Project Power, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and then hashtag live, Netflix and Swill is going to come after us. What if Netflix actually created coronavirus so we all have to stay home and watch Netflix? Ooh. A new conspiracy theory. I think they were doing all right without it. <laughs> were they? Compared <laughs> to now? Big news. The Cinemaiden is back with us in the United States. Yeah. In the United States, but not really with you guys yet. But though. not with right. us yet. We're... So it kind of feels the same. Quarantine. It's still the same. It feels the same. But just remember, we're in the same time zone now. We are. Although I, I would say that does make a difference. It does look night where you are, which is interesting because it usually looks like morning where you are. Yeah. And I'm tired now. So. <laughs> yeah. You're usually like chipper because that's. Like, Good how morning. You are. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, Justin. Chipper. Hey, 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 hey now. <laughs> All right. So. This episode, like I said, we're talking Enola Holmes. We're going to have a top this on movies with the lead who was under 18. And not the character under 18, but the actor or actress. And then we'll end with at-home recommendations. Yeah, you didn't even do a book report, man. I just did it. You didn't really, though. But I did. I did do it. You're getting lax on that book report. That was not good. I do want to say, join us. For the Corn Con, October 16th and 17th, with our friends, the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Over 10 hours of content. Creators, filmmakers like Mest Comics is going to join us. Another comic called The Shepherd Comic is completely free. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash live for the schedule and links where to watch. I'm pretty excited for it. All right, let's jump into top this. For this top this, like I said in the book report, we will be doing our top three movies with the lead actor actress under the age of 18. Which is, you do realize, like thousands of movies. Yeah, you could, you could pretty much pick any kid's movie yeah. you wanted to. Just pick a movie. Uh, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, kids movie. There you go. No, but the lead in that movie is not under 18. That's Harrison Ford. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) co-lead. Short Round. (laughs) Short Round wasn't a co-lead. He was a 
co-star. He was in it just as much as the uh, female. It has to be like the main lead, Justin. Don't yeah, main, main, char- don't main character. Main like character. How about how about this? Still, main even character. if you go with main characters, you're still opening yourselves up to thousands. Of we options. are. That's why you you're picking three films that you enjoy. So this is one time where none of your choices are going to be anywhere clear, n- close to mine, and vice versa. Hopefully. That's the way I like it. I, I like it. I like it when we overlap. Diverse list. Yeah. Let's hear it. I don't <laughs> want to start this one. Actually, number one. What do you got? Number one. Romeo and Juliet. Were they technically under 18 when they did that? Claire Danes was 17. What and about Leo? Romeo? 21. Average 18. <laughs> <laughs> kidding but uh one of the two leads is under 18 i'll I'll give her that because one of her two leads unlike indiana jones he's not a lead i think juliet is uh inferior to romeo the lead (laughs) (laughs) all right romeo and juliet why 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 that one would you love it you love Mm. The words as guns and the... No, I liked Leo, and I just loved how that movie was set up. I loved the way it felt. I loved the weird, like, kitschy things about the movie. I I really love that movie. The first of several after that they tried, and they all sucked. Hamlet, O. Actually, O wasn't that bad. A couple other ones were really bad, though. And it's actually Romeo plus Juliet. (laughs) All right, Brad, what's your number one? My number three... Yeah. <laughs> is E.T. Phone home. The extraterrestrial. E. Phone home. Because the actor who played E.T. was under 18. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the prosthetic animatronic E.T. that they made was most likely under 18. It wasn't sitting there for 18 years before they made the movie. Yeah, but the <laughs> character of E.T. was a child that was left behind, but we don't know what children are on that planet. But Elliot, Elliot was under 18. Oh, Elliot and Drew Barrymore. And Drew Barrymore was under 18. I can't believe we're arguing this. <laughs> it was just fun to argue. And that was the first movie I saw in the theater by myself. Okay, my number three, I'm going to go with Toy Soldiers. Did you ever see Toy Soldiers? Nope. It was back when he went as Sean Astin, not Sean. Oh no, Sean Austin, not Sean Astin. What? But Samwise uh, Gam- Sam Gamgee. So it's him, and there's actually quite a few other actors from the '80s in there, and they are all boys at a prep school. Yeah. And a terrorist come and take over the prep school, and they're holding all the boys hostage to get money from their rich fathers. But these are the rebels of the school. And they wreak havoc on the, you know. What is this called? Toy Soldiers. It's good. It actually is. It's actually a really good movie. Um, That's my number three. Go. My number two is Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Excuse me, what? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova I've never heard of any of the things you're saying. It's a Disney classic movie. It's wonderful. People my age will know it. And it is phenomenal. It is a good kids film. Are you sure? 
I, I think I think you're just making up movie titles now and just saying it's not. It's girl Xenon, girl of the 21st century. I think you're thinking of Xena. Is this Michael Sarah's list? Ask any millennial. Ask any millennial, one? and they'll know that movie. I can guarantee you. you. Sure, you're not trying to say Xena, warrior princess. No, she Xenon. was not under 18. She was listening. She lives on a space station with her parents. She was listening to a radio program where she was able to win tickets to see Protozoa, the main pop star, a concert. And he came to the space station where he sang the song, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my heart mm. go boom, boom. My and super that's the whole girl. show? Basically. She has to like come down to like, she has to come down to Earth and do something and like... Then she has to go back up to the space station to see Protozoa. It's a good film. Shut up, guys. Okay. I Better than Resident Evil. <laughs> she really got me on that one. Oh, zing. All right, Brad, Brad, what's your number two? My number two is Home Alone. Mm. Poor Kevin McAllister gets You think he's left. better in that than he is in The Good Son? The Good Son. You never saw the good son with him and Elijah Wood, and he's like oh, yes, crazy yes. and psycho. He he was yes, I remember that. I I think he was very good in Home Alone. Honestly, wait, who's the little kid in Home Alone? Dude, call Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. And then you said the the other kid's name, and I was very Kevin confused. McAllister is the name of his character. Yeah, his character oh, okay, is Kevin sorry. McAllister. I was like, I thought you were going to say, do you think that role is better than in any other role that he's ever done? And I was going to say no, because Saved is my favorite of his. Before you were born, there was this film called Home Alone. And it was about a boy who was left home alone for Christmas. And so it kind of was a big deal. What year did it come out? Before you were born. That is not before I was born. You were one. (laughs) I was two. Thank you. All right. All right, Justin, what do you have next? All right, so in the same vein as my last one, uh, my number two is a movie I've mentioned before, but it's called The Rescue. And The Rescue, it has a really cool scene. It's basically POWs. They're captured in war, and their children are on the base, and their children want their dads rescued, but the military can't go rescue them. So the children, guess what they do? Logical. They go and rescue their dads. Logical and there's this series really, of events. There's this really cool scene at the end. They've stolen, like, I don't know, Russia or Cuba, whoever, wherever it was, <laughs> took their stuff. Some bad guy place. The bad guy place, so the Russian plane, so they had to steal a Russian plane to get back into U.S. airspace. But as they were leaving, they, the plane got all shot up, so its radio and stuff wasn't working. So they're flying into U.S. airspace, and so these U.S. Marine planes come... And they're going to shoot down this Russian plane. And so the, the kids are like, we can't communicate with it. We need to let them know we're Americans. And they all stop and they look at the traditional 80s like chubby kid. There was always the chubby boy. And the chubby boy looks down at his shirt and he gets at the top of the plane. He rips open his shirt and he has the Bruce Springsteen born in the USA t-shirt on. <laughs> and then the, the F-14 pilots are like, they are American. Repeat, they're American. Oh my and that's how God. They get back in. Oh man, it's so great. And it's so 80s, the rescue. Um, you should probably not watch it. It's not great. But I loved it when I was little. Well, as you said about Xenon, I don't think this movie is real. And this, my whole, my, my whole list is all childhood, not like new. All right, you're going uh, to, Ashley, back to All you. All right, 
Last one, Labyrinth. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's class. That is a very good one. Has my one of my favorite crushes in it. Do you know how old she was in it? 16. I'm going to say 17. 14. Ooh. And she was like kind of molested by David Bowie in that film, sort of. Yep. Just a little bit. <laughs> so my number one was a toss-up between two of them, but... Th- This one is a movie that I watched a lot as a kid, and that is Space Camp. Oh, I love Space Camp, man. Man, in the 80s, everyone wanted to go to Space Camp. Oh, yeah. I totally wanted to go to Space Camp, and and it wanted to be like, well, maybe I could go to Space Camp, and there'd be like a mess up, and I'd get to go to space like they did. Yeah. (laughs) There'd be a mess up. Everyone wanted to get a space camp, man. We could float and stuff. With a very young Joaquin Phoenix in it. That's a good one. You got you got one more. One more made up movie. My last one is The Wizard. Oh, I love that movie Savage. too. So I was in the theater and that movie was the debut of Mario 3. Mario, Mario 3, 3, yep. And I remember my mind being blown. As I watched Mario pick up shells and throw them and fly with a raccoon tail and being like, the world is, you know, bigger than I ever imagined. And so. Yes. After seeing that movie, you come home, you're like, mom, dad, I want this game. I got to have it. I got to have it. It looks amazing. Oh, man. And so uh, my honorable mentions are Daryl. Did you ever see Daryl? Yes. Karate Kid. My although, girl, although Ralph Macchio, when he made Karate Kid, wasn't he like fifty? Oh, was he? I didn't know. I, I think he was, he was. I think he was older. My Girl, Never Ending Story, uh, and The Chronicles of Narnia. Son of Rambo. That's another one that was really good. Anyways, oh. also had Goonies on my list. Mm. It's because it's another another one of those films I really like. Cinemaiden, do you have any other made up movies that you would honorably mention? Any like Disney films? Double Double Toil and Trouble with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> I think you I think you've mentioned oh that my one gosh. before. I love that movie. <laughs> I don't think Olsen twin films are count as cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that. They are the ones with millions and you are not. Yeah. And their millions are from like fashion, not from cinema. I know. No, I get it. I get it. That your age, that was cool. Back when you were young. Become a patron of the show, and you could give us a top this to do on the show. Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash the cinema guys. And like I said, you can give us a top this to do. You can come on and play Cinephile with us. And Which you also get dirty. <laughs> access to a bonus episodes feed on Patreon to hear bonus episodes that we put up there. Let's move on to the Netflix original Enola Holmes. Now where to begin? My mother named me Enola, which backwards spells alone. And yet we were always together. And it was wonderful. She was my whole world. Which leads me on to the second thing you need to know. A week ago, I awoke. Mother? To find that my mother was missing. And she did not return. I'm presently 
on the way to collect my brothers, Mycroft and Sherlock. Yes, Sherlock Holmes, the famous detective, my genius brother. He will have all the answers. And now that. Before we go full, as we like to say, ruinsies, we'll give our ratings and quick thoughts on the film. What did you give it, Justin, on the old letterboxed? Well, I want to say I gave it three and a half, but I'm double checking real quick. Three and a half. That's what I did. Cinemaden, what Which is, uh, for me, it's a good score. Three. You gave it a three? It was a solid movie. I gave it also a three and a half. I thought it was a solid movie, and I thought it was just fun. It's one of those that you know, I, I would love to see more of these. For me was Henry Cavill. He gave it the half star. I was going to say Superman. <laughs> did yep. he do it for you? It was a three until Henry, and then I'm like three and a half. I really love that Finnick O'Dare was the Mycroft. Is that who Mycroft was? Yeah, I knew I knew him from somewhere, and I couldn't quite put my finger He's on it. Finnick, man, he uh, downgraded his self to be this role. I love Sam Clayton. He's so cute. Not with that gross mustache and he was such a jerk in this. No. That was actually Mycroft isn't usually that Right. Mean, One though, of the usually. big criticisms I heard from some literary groups that I'm part of on Facebook was that the representation of Mycroft was like horrible. Yeah, he's not usually that cruel. Yeah. I from what I understand he's very similar to Holmes. You mean he is a Holmes? Right. No, sim- sorry, similar to Sherlock. He's just a little bit more reserved than Sherlock is. Yeah. And this this movie is based off of the book series of the same the book name. Series. Which the is Nola Holmes five mysteries. Of the books, and this book was uh, this movie was book one. Yes. Book one. It was a combination, I thought. Because they bring in There are some characters from other books I read that they bring yeah, in. Yeah, there are to some this. there's some blending going but on. But most of the one, book. Right? Yeah. 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 Most of the story and the setup and everything else was the first book. I didn't even know that this was a book series until after watching the movie. I thought it was an original movie that they just came up with. Oh, I didn't as know soon it was based as I off heard of the book. about the movie, I started seeing that it was a book series. And I, I like the concept of it. Like I love Oh yeah, the, I thought it was fantastic. The the concept of, you know, Sherlock has a younger sister who is also like into the investigative type of stuff. It seemed like the crux well, the crux character was the mom. The mom sort of yeah. made all three of them who they were. So she seemed to be really important, which was Helen LeBonham Carter. Yes. I thought it was a very cool concept of something kind of new. Like here's, you know, the Holmes family, which is a made up family, but a new aspect of it. So there's Yeah. It. And it's Sherlock is already like the the Sherlock that you know of the the great detective Sherlock Holmes, like pe- people say the name and they're like, oh, they know who Sherlock Holmes is. Their mom goes missing and she's left to the, her brothers come back and she's left as the ward of Mycroft, the older brother, who is yeah. kind of a jerk. Which, yeah, I appreciate any film that allows it's characters. This is what sort of, I guess, people were upset with, like you know, the Batman and the, you know, the movies where we have to retell origin stories. Like I love yeah. a mo- show that says, "Hey, you know what? You know who Sherlock Holmes is. We don't need to explain it to you. You go. Yeah, yeah just, we yeah. don't need to explain it. And I, I like that. We, I really like that. Knew. Yep, yep, we get it. That leads to my first question, really quick. Mm-hmm. There has been several best Sherlock Holmes. One, you get one pick. One person. 
Robert Downey, several unknown English actors who none of us know. <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, do it. Who is it? Go. Benedict Cumberbatch. Brad? I haven't seen this show, so I'll have to say Robert Downey Jr. because I like those two You've movies. You've never seen the Sherlock TV show? I have not, no. So Benedict Cumberbatch's show is the best, but I'm sorry. Yes. Henry Cavill, oh man, <laughs> he did it. He didn't have to be home. I was like, I just dude, feel like you, you have a crush on him. Crap out of Benedict Cumberbatch, and you could beat the crap out of Robert Downey Jr.'s. Just because he's Superman doesn't. Didn't mean uh, Johnny Lee Miller have you seen his body? Have you seen Johnny Lee Miller body? wasn't uh, Sherlock though. He was the Watson. I think uh, in that series, right? I thought he was Sherlock. I think the female. Oh, you might be right. I thought the female might have been Sherlock, but maybe the female was Watson. There were uh, Lucy Liu, right? Yeah, I think I think. That's yeah. it. You might have been right. It was uh, Johnny Lee Miller. And then, you know, I'm sure six million British actors have played Sherlock in something. Benedict <laughs> um, Cumberbatch, though, he's just, he's got that, that like, cynical wit to him. Yeah. That's just quick. And, and he's like, kind of a jerk, so right? He's really good at being yeah. a jerk. Oh, man, I love Henry Cap. Like, I was smiling every time Henry Cavill was on the scene. I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite. <laughs> I just think you have a crush on him. I do. His Sherlock Holmes reminded me a lot of his character in Man from Uncle. Yeah, he was kind of a nonchalant character there, right? Like on purpose. Like we want to downplay who he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to down- downplay who he is because the focus is on her. That's why I thought the presence was important. Like, okay, we know, we get it. And it's Henry Cavill. That's cool. But see, I didn't understand his presence, to be honest. Like he didn't in the end actually do anything. I think you just need someone to be Sherlock, right? Because she is Sherlock's sister. And she's going to be, in this in this narrative, she's going to be, quote unquote, like better than he is, right? We're going to root for her. We're going to like yeah. her. So we just need somebody. And I think it's just fun that it's somebody that we know, right? I think that's the role he's playing. Well, in your, I think you, you're going to root for her, like, she's kind of besting Sherlock Holmes in a way. And you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm rooting for her to be better than him who, you know, who he is and how big of a detective he is and stuff like that. So, but they did totally play him as the good brother and Mycroft as the bad. Yeah. brother. Not reading the, the, the books, not the Enola Holmes books, but uh, I, I read, Two or three Sherlock books, but nothing with Mycroft. I don't know that character. But if I... I don't really know his character either. Yeah, if I walked away from this film, I'd have been like, oh, he must be the dick brother, right? Like, he's a horrible person. Yeah, absolutely. But I've heard that is a... This this movie is a bad representation of that character. And you you didn't get to see a Watson in this either. Ooh. Almost to the point where, like, he doesn't need that Watson in this narrative, right? Yeah. You, You kind of feel like he's... Yeah, he's he's good enough that he doesn't need the Watson. Well, and he was he's uninterested in the case, correct? Like he's not really he he only becomes interested in it when it has to do with his sister and his mom. Yeah. He doesn't care about the case. And he solves it uh he solves it without having to leave the couch, right? He solves it by looking at the paper, whereas Enola solves it by hands on in the field sort of work. Yeah, her I'm getting in the trenches detective work. Right. <laughs> More or less. 
I thought they were setting up Enola to be Watson. Oh, I didn't even think of that That's at all. That's a really good thought. I thought they, because he was like proud of her and he was like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, is he going to like be like, do you want to work with me? And then like, because he says he wants to take her on as his ward. And I was like, is that going to be like their Watson? Right. Sherlock? And she did kind of take on his assistant role for a second. Yeah. Uh, that's a good interesting. Thought. I like, yeah, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I don't know how it plays out in the books. If there's a Watson that comes in eventually, or, or how or it goes, does. or if she does, yeah. Do you think they ever got to the bottom of the fact that her name was alone? She didn't seem very alone. Yeah, no, th- like they really kind of pushed at that. But they are alone. You have to think about Sherlock. He's alone essentially. It's like a thing. It's like he doesn't like human interaction. He doesn't like people. People are messy. Mycroft never really has close friends. Like the homes are well, that's alone. He's a jerk. Right. Well, I'm I'm talking about like other Sherlock's that I've seen though. Like the <laughs> the homes people, they're just too in- I feel like sometimes they're those people that are geniuses and they're too smart for their own good and they're generally more socially isolated. And that's why yeah. they're alone. Like they they operate better on their own. So yes, alone makes sense for her. Question I had for you. Did you like the the style that they did the movie where she breaks the fourth wall oh, and I do is like talking that. to I you? I think that's cute. I thought it was cute, yeah. Okay, because I know some movies like you're like, okay, whatever, whatever. It it doesn't always work. Especially in like a Holmesy movie that's probably going to be geared more towards kids. You need to break yeah. that fourth wall for them to keep up with the subtleties that like, for example, the Sherlock TV show did not need to do. Right. Some of it gave me a feel of the Robert Downey Jr. movies where, you know, they kind of explain yes. how things happened or or yeah what was going to happen before it happened kind of thing i like um i like like my favorite one was when she was drowning and winked at the camera i was like oh this is cute i like this oh yeah with the with the guy who was obviously overpowering her but then right. she's like i got this in hand here's a question for maybe just the cinemaiden is a movie like this really or is it patronizing feminist like the feel good like man this is really showing how because obviously it had that bend right it was a very like hey let your let your daughters watch this movie because women can do this like is it patronizing or is it hey man this is a great film for women or little girls being seen for who they are twofold go one yes i think it's great for little girls to watch because it's better than other stuff that they have to watch on the other hand, I did not like that they had to add the cute boy aspect t- as her plot driver. Like, it drove the plot mm-hmm. more than she did. I did not like that they added that. Like, she doesn't need a cute teenage boy to make her realize how good she is. Like, she should be able to do that on her own. Right. But he is a... So, A, he was a very helpless teenage boy. Right? Doesn't so matter. He, he didn't Doesn't come matter. But at the same time... Why couldn't it have been a girl? Right, but at the same time, why couldn't it have been a boy? Because girls do like boys, too. Like, girls And she's like at boys. the age of... She's never seen a boy her age. You, you're getting that idea. So, of course, she would be infatuated with the first 
sort of slightly yes. hint of sexuality that she got to have, right? But if the point of it is to empower young girls, I don't think that you should have a plot, a, a main plot driver be this infatuation with a teenage boy. Because that's just like every other like kids movie then. All right. That's why I asked. They can give her a love interest. That's fine. But I don't think it needs to be the main main way for her to discover herself. I just okay. feel like it's a cheap shot sometimes. But I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I do think that sometimes I personally get caught up on the fact that like I'm a little too independent. So I like things to be a little more independent in films and women being a little more independent in films. Yeah. Who was the bad guy? Obviously the grandma, but was the uncle also bad? No. Okay. That was a ruse, I don't think right? so. I think he was just kind of caught in it. So then Sherlock was wrong in the end in his assessment to the police that, oh, it's the uncle because of his badges of Medal of Honor. So we get that Sherlock was wrong and she was actually right. Yeah. Correct? I, I don't yes. know if I pieced all that together. But did she know it was grandma when she went to the house? No. I thought I, she thought I, it was uncle. I don't think. She, yeah, she thought it was uncle just like Sherlock did. She didn't realize it was grandma till Until grandma she started shooting shot him. him. Right. Now, this movie really made me think of, like, my, my wife was a huge fan of Nancy Drew. She owns all the books. Like, we have stacks of Nancy Drew books. And as I'm watching this, like, it reminded me of, like, oh, this is kind of like a new Nancy Drew type of film to, you know, appeal towards young girls and, and stuff like that. Because at the time, I didn't know it was a book series. So would you want to see more in this series as, yes. as that type of thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'd, wa- I'd watch more. Absolutely. Would you? Oh, I absolutely would. Like, I like the world that they built. I love Sherlock. I love, you know, even though he's a jerk, the Mycroft, like the characters that they've started to build that yeah. I'm like, I want to know more in this world. I want to see what they do with a Watson. I want to. Do we like uh, her, the actress? What's her name? I love her. I think she's a Millie Bobby player. Brown. Yeah, I really, yeah. I like her. 11. I've really liked her since, you know, Stranger Things. The one thing we know her from. Was that her first gig, Stranger Things? She was also in Godzilla, guys. Yeah, she's in King of Monsters. Oh, right. She was in Godzilla. Okay, I have my question for you guys. Are you ready? Yes. That's here. If you could have your name be one anagram, what would it be? Anagram. Anagram. What would it be? What? Man, that is a tough one. An anagram? Anagram? Is it anagram or anagram? It's an anagram. So my name would be Cornflaker, which also means freaking cool. (laughs) <laughs> did you corn say flaker. corn I turn the word corn okay freaking cool i thought you said porn flaker oh corn with the c corn <laughs> flaker also freaking cool that's the best i could come up with in short notice what would yours be ashley it'd be yalo y-a-l-l-o yalo which means loyal oh yeah that word Shut up. That's what I mean. Corn flakers. <laughs> corn freaking flaker? cool. Who doesn't want to be freaking cool? Oh, you're freaking cool? I get it. Uh, I got nothing. I'm not smart enough to think of anagrams. I can't come up with one, so I'm going to I'm gonna skip this for myself. Anything else you want to say on Enola Holmes? No. I will watch anything with Henry Cavill. Anything. 
Did you see Enola Holmes? What did you think of it? Go to wearethecinemaguys.com and let us know your thoughts on the film. Let's roll into at-home recommendations. Actually, you're at home now. What are you recommending? I have one. It's called American Murder. The Family Next Door, I believe. It's the new documentary that came out on Netflix about the Chris Watts case. What's yeah. the Chris you Watts like case? like murder shows. I do. It's the man that killed his pregnant wife and two young I want to know children. who killed people. It's sad. It's terrible. But I just can't get enough of watching it. Also, I watched The Social Dilemma. Have I've had that? like three people recommend it to me. And they really say it's really good. It's real I'm good. I like scary. the... F- first yeah the first half i was like oh yeah this is all stuff that we're all really and and then the last half i was like yeah i know this this is terrible the world's gonna burn yeah i had to like have a talk with my teenage son about like hey you know your value isn't in you know what people like and don't like on social media blah blah i put uh screen timers on my phone so certain apps like if i've looked at them for an hour they shut off i don't think i've ever Looked at an app for an hour. I mean, the the hour is not one solid hour. It it's little minutes during the day. Oh, that makes sense. So it tracks how much I look at it. All right, Justin, what do you have? So I just started a show that's old. I think it's like six, five seasons in. Uh, Fargo. I really like it. I'm almost done with season one, and I will keep watching it because I love it. That's it. That's all you got. Wow, that's that's. I mean, I watched a lot of other things, but that's Low my recommendation. Mine is, I mean, we, we're hitting, uh, you know, my favorite time of the year of October. And so that means it's horror movies all the time, more than normal. One that I recommend that I just rewatched again for like the hundredth time is Trick or Treat, which is kind of an anthology movie set around Halloween that I absolutely love. And anyone who has never seen it should see it. And if you're a patron of the show, there's a trick-or-treat bonus episode coming. You know what I started watching last night that uh, me and you love that Ashley hated was Atomic Blonde. I forgot how good oh, that movie is. God, that movie is so good. It is so good. Another movie I rewatched that I haven't watched in quite a few years that's just, I, I would put it on a so bad it's good list, is Hansel and Gretel, The Witch Hunters with Jeremy Renner. But I really enjoyed the movie for what it was. It's just mindless fun, basically. Brad, we had a horror movie night for my son's, one of my son's 13th birthday. And they did A Quiet Place, which they That's all loved. And then they did It Chapter One, which half of them like left the room. They couldn't handle <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. And then the plan was to do Poltergeist as the third one. And original they Poltergeist or the, the original? And okay. they couldn't handle it. So they, after it, chapter one, they were like, can we please do a comedy? So they, they were, the original take was three, but they could only get through two. Need to, need to toughen them up. Do you miss when you were young and naive about movies and everything was new like it is to them? Yeah, I love it. I love showing them things and new things. It's fun. All right. Well, that will do it for a, another episode of The Cinema Guys. We'll be back in a couple weeks with fun new episode. But until next time, maybe we will see you 
at the movies. flip it up <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how this works 